Ever wondered who and what is shaping Luxembourg? This is your Lux Unplugged podcast with your hosts, Adrian and Thierry. Hi, I'm Thierry. And I'm Adrian. In this week's episode, Adrian is talking to Jacques Pritz, CEO at LuxUp. Adrian, can you tell us a bit more about this follow-up conversation? I wanted to have Jacques on the podcast again, as LuxHub has been a genuine success story in the Luxembourg fintech space. Funny enough, he was appointed chairman of the Fintech and Innovation Forum at the ABBL, the powerful Luxembourg Banking Association, just today after our recording. This is an important role as Jacques will have a major influence in the Luxembourg ecosystem going forward. That's an interesting coincidence. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? As a quick reminder for our listeners, LuxHub is a leader in the open banking initiative championed at the European level. This creates a more innovative environment to foster collaboration between banks and other financial services players, such as startups specializing in payments. But this requirement also comes at a significant implementation cost. Hence, these mutualization efforts that LuxHub has been promoting since the inception of the business. And LuxHub's outreach has gone beyond Luxembourg's borders, as it seems. Switzerland appears to be the next biggie. LuxHub entered into a very important partnership with SIX, the Swiss financial infrastructure provider. Whilst recognizing LuxHub's outstanding innovation ability, I also found it very interesting to find out how the partnership discussions came to life in 2019. Yes, here we can get interesting insights indeed. I found Jacques' view on the overall situation in Luxembourg and how the country could enhance its existing toolkit also quite intriguing and thought-provoking at the same time. But now, without further ado, please enjoy my conversation with Jacques Putz, CEO at LuxHub. Jacques, welcome back to the podcast. Good morning from Luxembourg to London. Yes, good morning. Good morning. London calling. It's been... More than a year since we last spoke, and I understand LuxHub has been experiencing a lot of things since, uh, since our conversation. So in that sense, um, Jacques, I'm very interested in knowing what your highlights have been so far. And yeah, what can you, what can you walk us through from that perspective? Well, I think the highlight is that uh, when you compare the goals that we achieved now during 31 months, we can be very proud about what we did, the whole team, knowing that in the beginning of, uh, of 2020, we were around 20 people. Today, we are 42 people working for Luxa. And I think uh, that this growth is also a uh, proof about, uh, about our success. And uh, I can just say that there are incredible times and uh, each day we have new challenges and it still makes a lot of fun to be entrepreneur and to create things, helping financial institutions to innovate and to participate now in this new API economy, in the new digitalization, uh, digitalized uh, uh, society. And yeah, as you probably know, we started with the compliance for, for the banks regarding a European directive. And now we are helping more about innovation. So based on the legal obligation of the banks, uh, we created now additional services allowing financial institutions to aggregate payments accounts from their competitors. And also the, through these new interfaces, competitors can initiate payments of the payment account of other banks. And um, that's quite amazing because the real open banking starts right now. And there's a lot of 
fun. And uh, we always told the banks it will come, and now it happens. And that's quite uh, amazing. So also now in 2020, well, it was COVID uh, time. It's uh, also a big change for even but for us. We are a fintech company, so we are used to work partially on remote. But having the whole team at home is another also requires a little bit of um, free organization like all the other players. And especially in the contact with the customers, it was really challenging 2020. Uh, now on the team, on the development team, it was I was really surprised how work, how good it worked. Now uh, 2020 was the year of our, the announcement of our strategic partnership with Six. Six. So Six is a Swiss financial sort of infrastructure provider for financial services in in Switzerland, and they they are quite over, all over the place. And they, if I well, I mean, I'll let you define what they're doing, but I believe they are active in many in many ways in in the country in order to service their own uh, financial service industry but why is this strategic partnership that you set up with them last year why is it so important to you and for luxup i just first want to explain that we did a strategic partnership with six group and it's not limited to payments and uh, why is this important i think Together, we can create added value now for different markets. And we can also exchange a lot. Six Group is, uh, has a long story, a lot of experience, a lot of customers. And it's also a company who has the same aim like Luxup has. It helps banks. It doesn't compete back. And that's already the first basement, which was quite important for the, this strategic partnership between Six and Luxa. We have the same kind of shareholders and the same view. Now, why it's so important? First of all, we can really help Six to, uh, to create open banking in Switzerland. If you see the team about Sven, Dieter, JJ, Marco, on the sixth side, they have an incredible view about the opportunities which are behind open banking. And I'm each day surprised when you have no discussion with them how good it works. It's really, it's amazing how it works. I'm, I'm really, finally, I'm surprised that such a collaboration can work so good. But at the end, we are all happy about it. And on a daily basis, we exchange our ideas and we, we want to create additional value for our customers, the banks. So what's about, what is this strategic partnership? This strategic partnership is we do a technical alignment between the two platforms in Europe and Switzerland. And yeah, we mutualize efforts and knowledge. And yeah, it's uh, the big advantage is you have stabilized service. You have, uh, you can really create huge added value together in different markets. And yeah, you have a partner for doing all this. 
And I just can emphasize on, again, it really makes really sense. Our slogan of LuxUp is innovation imposed collaboration. And the perfect example for this slogan is this partnership with SIX. Yeah, the last point that I need to mention regarding this partnership, knowing that we need to know that SIX has no legal obligation for banks for doing open banking. So in Europe, we have the PSE2, which really imposed financial institutions to open up. But in Switzerland, there's no such regulation. And so it's even more complicated to really explain the banks, the added value of collaboration and of open finance in general. And that's the reason why we are working together and also to help banks, not only on the technical side, but also to help them to understand the necessity to do this in the future. That's the future of banking is collaboration between different parties, like I just mentioned. If not a, a fiduciary or the collaboration is a fiduciary, a bank with now an, uh, an SME, uh, with a bank. So something is changing. And that's quite hard for different actors. And I think Luxop and SIX, we are in the right position to help uh, this financial institution to start this open banking in a proper way by mutualizing efforts, platforms, to reduce costs, increase security, which is quite important, to do knowledge sharing between the different actors and to enable this collaboration between different actors. The classical business model of a bank will be challenged more and more in the next months. We can be lucky both to have this collaboration just a small remark regarding this six deal. So we are here in the podcast. And also the, the first contact between six and Luxop is also based on a podcast, which I did on uh, August 2019 in, uh, in Frankfurt. So the Sven and Dieter listened to this podcast and based on this, the whole deal happened. So that's quite funny. Yeah, it's indeed a very good coincidence to uh, have podcast promoting your company and then having such a, an important partnership being created uh, a few months a few months thereafter congratulations on that i'm very happy to to know that podcast or the podcast community has contributed to your success so jacques i would like to move back a little bit more to uh, luxembourg in general as you know this podcast is about the luxembourg business scene and and all its leaders that that make the whole uh, environment move forward i'm very keen to understand your view on the luxembourg financial technologies of fintech seen how this has been moving on since essentially since you've been uh, doing this for quite a number of years now and uh, what's the what's the latest market evolution what's the competition doing given that you you're operating in, a, in an industry that's quite european driven what's your outlook on that so yes like you mentioned it's a european driven initiative and also now the framework in which we are working is the psd2 again it's a european competition but first, about the situation about the fintech industry in Luxembourg, I think we are quite good. We can attract a lot of fintechs to Luxembourg, especially by the good work that the Luxembourg House of Finance is doing. Uh, we can also attract uh, a little bit VCs to invest in, in uh, different uh, fintechs. So we had some huge uh, announcement the last uh, months. It's quite, if you say, if you're talking about the Luxembourgish fintech industry, most of them are not Luxembourgish based, 
but there are not people live who lived here before they started their fintech. It's nice to attract and it's necessary to attract uh, fintechs because it's good for the whole system, not only for the banks, also private equity, funds. But there's still a problem about financing such fintechs, especially now during COVID time. It was a pity to see some friends demotivated or still motivated, but no more financial possibilities to continue their dream. And that were really talents. And it's a pity that we don't have, I don't know, some incentive to, uh, for private people to invest in fintechs like we are doing it now. If you help to create new apartments, you can also get uh, yeah, an uh, in interest in taxes. So why not doing it for startups in general, not only for fintechs, but in general? I still think that that would be a game changer for the whole Luxembourg startup industry and especially also the fintech industry. And we more and more get this culture about entrepreneurs in Luxembourg, but we are far away from other countries about the culture because entrepreneurship is not so popular in Luxembourg. So I think it's, again, a lot of education needs to be done on this. We are also participating in different programs with Loft or others uh, to motivate people to do and to invest in in, but to invest their time, especially in this new economy. But now due to COVID, it's even more, it's more complicated. Uh, it was not easy. It's, in, it's a complicated situation. And what we also see is that if there are fintechs in Luxembourg, also in the advisory boards or the board of directors, in general, there are not so many entrepreneurs. And I think that's also something we need to, yeah, I find a solution to motivate entrepreneurs to, to part, to be part of such entities internally of the company. Let's put away the ties in the board of directors in general. We did it now due to during COVID time, because when you see what's quite interesting, if you are on a different uh, team meetings about boards or committees or whatever, no one is wearing anymore a tie. And for me, that's really a sign of change. We need to come out of this strict business that we, or strict organization of business of the last 20 years. We are talking about trust and collaboration between financial institutions and the new actors. It's, it's not so easy for doing this. It takes time. I was once uh, pitching at the bank, and the second question was, do you earn money? But I'm only a fintech or a software provider who wants to sell or to offer a great service to the bank to help them. And the, the, first, the second question was, do you earn already a lot of money? And you, the problem is that also if you go to financial institutions sometimes, you are only seen as a fintech, the people who want to do something, and you, they don't see the added value that you can bring to them. Another case is they cannot understand that it's possible to reduce costs by mutualization. It's not possible that something that they did the last 20 years, and now there's a solution is appearing, where it only, at the end, it's only 20% of the cost. So we are now really in a different, in a phase 
of change. In general, it's not a technical issue to the collaboration with a fintech or regtech. We have amazing fintechs in Luxembourg for KYC, ML, for regulatory issues, for account aggregation. We have some here. That's not a problem with the technology. The problem is the contractual stuff, the internal procedures in the financial institution to onboard a new provider, and also the regulatory part. When you see also fintechs in the partially are also regulated entities and they have also the burden about compliance. And all this make don't doesn't make it easy to start a business. Yes, in general, I think we are very good in Luxembourg, but we need to create additional tools to motivate people to invest and to take their courage in the hand to create something. But again, in the COVID-19 scenario at the moment, it's even more difficult. But with challenges as such, like, um, like you said, COVID-19, it's also good to put things in perspective and make people think about you know, the outlook and how they should change because uh, this period will be very challenging for all of us. We have to change and make the whole economy, the whole country more competitive as the competition never sleeps, as we tend to say. But uh, Jacques, thank you so much for taking the time to speak again to me uh, today. It was a real pleasure to have your updates and talking about the tremendous growth that your company is experiencing. And uh, I really look forward to speaking to you again in the coming six, 12 months. Thank you so much for taking the time again with me. Thank you very much for the invitation. Thanks for listening to the Lux Unplugged podcast. Please share this podcast with friends and family and leave us a review on iTunes. Also, please don't forget to visit our website, luxunplugged.com. And see you next time.